You're listening to Marketing and Mocktails with Manal Sampat, a previously recorded Facebook Live episode inside the group Marketing and Mocktails with Manal, where dental professionals discuss, share, and learn about dental marketing. Manal Sampat is an entrepreneur, speaker, healthcare provider, and enthusiastic shoe lover. She's been featured in the Huffington Post, Dentistry IQ, Forbes, the Guinness Book of World Records, and more. Join her as she discusses marketing, team, business growth with other industry experts. And if you'd like to receive 10 ways to improve your marketing today, simply text the word resources to 38470. I've been recording my book and uh, well, it's a lot more complicated, especially when I don't like my voice. So because I don't like my voice, I kind of come in and so yeah, I'm in the process of recording my book. That's why you see all the setup going on here with my headphones and uh, oh, my Yeti microphone and all the stuff. I am almost done recording my book, but it's a, it's a lot going on there. So that's what it is. Oh, I see a few viewers coming in. Hi, guys. Hey, Susan. Hey, Paul. Hey, Heidi. Hey, Penny. Hey, Jennifer. Oh, thank you for all the hearts, guys. Thank you so much. I am... To be completely honest, I'm seriously having a hard time recording my book. It's my third time recording it because I just don't like my sound. I don't like my voice. So I keep going back and I'm like, I hate this. And then I re-record it. I'm realizing that I'm going to have to accept that this is my voice and we are just going to have to record the book and that's what's going to happen. So now I'm on my last try and I'm almost done with my chapters I'm, and I'm going to send it in and have a voice editor fix whatever the glitches are and then put it up on audible but that's all about me that's why I have all this this setup going on here I know I wanted to come in and um, do a live Q&A oh you guys are so sweet Susan oh Dee, Dee thank you so much how oh, Jennifer thank you I hope you enjoy reading the book um, you know oh Heidi you're so sweet she's like I love your voice uh, you know accepted be you I know I know guys I know you guys are the best you know how to make me feel so much better but it's just something that is just something that we are we are dealing with. But I had a lot of questions that you guys actually posted um, for me to come online and do this, uh, and I'm going to try and answer every single one of them. We are only going to do this for half an hour today because I have a 5 a.m. flight tomorrow morning, and I still need to pack. And I kind of look like this right now, so I still need to get ready and pack and record the book and oh, so much going on. But let's start with all your questions oh we have 11 viewers if you're watching live make sure you comment so I know who you are and make sure that you ask your questions so I can answer all the questions so the number one question I have here is from Kim and Kim said uh, how would you get patients to write their true referral source many people will see a practice on Facebook then go to the Google then their website but write friend as their referral source it's frustrating I get it. It's super frustrating when people don't go ahead and give you the exact source. There are a couple of things you can do to leverage it a certain way. All right. So, for example, um, you can go ahead and in your new patient forms, you can list out all the marketing you're doing. So, you know, when you have how did you hear about us and you usually just have an open spot, I want you to create a checkmark list. So, write down Google AdWords, Google Page, website, Facebook. Um, radio ad, billboard, TV commercial, uh, current patient, whatever it is, write all of it down. Because if you are able to write down each and every one of your sources, at least it will give them a moment to say, 
where did I see this ad or how did I come to this practice? So that's how you can control it a little bit. And then what I would do is I would take all that information and add it onto your software. So is it Dentrix or Open Dental, whatever it is that you're using, add all the referral sources. Because when you print the new patient report, you will see where those patients are coming from. Here's the thing. Most times, people are not just going to see you on one part. So they're not just going to find you on Google and automatically give you a call. It's simply probably, you know, it's not going to happen because people investigate a little bit more. They are going to go to, let's say there's a billboard. They'll go to your billboard. From the billboard, they'll go to your website. From the website, they'll go to your social media. From the social media, you're going to go ahead and find somebody, you know, how to contact them via email, via text. Well, what was the follow-up via email and via text? Did you send them another email? Like, what was going on? So there is a whole process. So the most efficient way would be for you to track the process. And if they write down multiple referral sources, even better, because now you know what the patient journey is, right? Like, where are they finding you and where are they going step by step to look for you? So like I mentioned, anything that is asking for how did you hear about us, list all your referral sources and give patients the option to mark all of them. There is unfortunately no way, a uh, 100% bulletproof way where you're going to get the exact referral source. I mean, you can have tracking numbers, right? So if you're doing Google ads, you can have a tracking phone number. If you are on the website, you can have a tracking phone number. So you could always have tracking phone numbers so you know how many people are calling from that phone number. But again, how did they get to that phone number? Did you, they see you on Facebook and then come onto your website where there's a tracking phone number? So there's always going to be a little bit of, a, well, you know, we are humans and we are going to say what we are going to say and we are complicated people. So we are not just always going to have a definite answer. So yeah, list all the referral stores, add tracking, whether it's phone numbers, whether it's, um, um, you know, whether it's even like referral sources or codes, like if you're doing a new patient promotion, put the promotional code on there and ask people about it so you know what was the promotion code and you can track it. But overall, just make it as efficient as possible for them to list all referral sources because you are not going to get a definite answer. Hi, Samir. Hi, hi, Dr. Lee. Hey, Kate. Hey, Lindsay. Hi, Donna. Thank you for joining. Meghna, you're too nice. Oh, you're too nice. Um, all right, Kim, I hope I answered your question. If you have follow-up questions, make sure you write them here. From Dr. Lee, I have a question here. How do you find a marketing coordinator? What qualifi qualifications are we looking for? This is, a, this is a common question. I get this question all the time because my work is all about training internal team members to become marketing gurus, right? That's what I do. So I'm always looking for um, my clients who have somebody who they can put in charge of their marketing. That's the whole point of, of marketing here. Um, so here's how I do it. And if you bought my book, and I think I messaged you, if you bought my book, chapter five, chapter five is all about uh, teamwork and not micromanagement. And I was just going through it. So I make sure that I talk to you about it. But if you bought my book, it's this chapter right here. It's called Teamwork and Not Micromanagement. And that's chapter five. Teamwork and not micromanagement goes into details about what do you look for in a marketing coordinator? 
basically what you want, and these are just some bullet points that I want you to put down. Basically what you want is you want somebody inside your practice. You can hire them if you're looking to hire them. Uh, they need to have a passion for marketing. That's the number one thing. If you're going to hire somebody who is a clinical team member and they really don't care about marketing, they're not interested in marketing, it's not going to help you. So they need to have a passion for marketing. Either it's they have some marketing experience or they want to learn more about marketing. No matter what, there needs to be some relationship to the marketing. Number two, they need to be a quick learner because marketing changes so quickly that you need to focus on how, how are they learning new things? How efficient are they? How effective are they putting things into implementation? So we need a quick learner. The third thing is that we need an extrovert because this person is gonna be in charge of taking photos and videos of team members, patients, doctors. They need to be somebody who is a part of your team who doesn't have any issue going up to people and telling them, let's take a photo here. Hey, can we do a boomerang? Can we do a GIF? Can we do this? Can we do that, right? So they need to be somebody who is an extrovert so they can actually get the marketing content done. Um, you know, and that's, that's something that's really important for you to find. Now the fourth one, so if you realize the top three ones are all about character. It's all about who you want it to be because skills can be trained. There are so many, you know, I train people to become marketing gurus inside a business, right? So I do that. There are also many videos and there's also Google. There's also platforms, webinars, all that fun stuff is still there. So if you want to go ahead and do that, make sure that you hire character because skills can be trained. I think um, the owner of a Porsche said that. So you always want to make sure that you hire skills, no, hire character and train skills. That's how you want to do it. Um, and if you're looking for somebody who's going to become your marketing uh, coordinator inside your practice, despite you know all of the stuff I told you, if they have experience in marketing, even better, right? Even better, because they're going to learn some stuff. But basically, the bottom line is find somebody who has an interest in marketing, either they've done it before or they want to learn more, who is an extrovert because they're going to be in charge of communicating with your team, and who is a quick learner because marketing changes like this. So you need somebody who's on top of things, who's organized, who can do things quickly. I hope this helps. And here's a little pro tip. If you're in an area where you have colleges, there are going to be a lot of students who are marketing majors. There may also be students who need internships. Bring them in. I have multiple dental practices who bring in interns from colleges surrounding them, and they come in and they work. Because once you have the marketing system in place, they don't need to spend more than three hours a week on it. Everything can be scheduled. Everything is already done. Your marketing plan for the year is already done. So they are not scramming to you know, put together a last minute marketing thing because everything is already done. So once you have a system, they don't have to spend that much time. You don't want somebody who can come inside the practice instead of delegating all this stuff outside because they need to be a part of your practice and they need to understand your practice culture. That's all really, really important. So you do want somebody who can physically come to your practice to do some of those things. So I, I hope I answered all those questions. Oh, hi, David. Hi, Samantha. Hi, Didi. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Ann. Hi, Candace. Hi, Mari. Hi, Deepa. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining. Like I said, if you guys are coming in now and you have questions, 
put in your questions so I will answer them for you. Um, Didi, you said we always ask them personally in their consult, asking what is about our practice and how do you choose this website. Fantastic. Yes, this is going back to the original question. Anne says delegate, absolutely delegate. So logical. Isn't it great when we are logical? Things just kind of work out when we are logical, right? Hi, Candace. Hi, Deepa. Hi, Dawn. Thank you so much. Again, if you have questions coming in, um, come on in. Oh, Dr. Lee, I'm so, um, thank you. I Yep, great that it worked out for you and that answer was useful. Again, read chapter five. It goes into a lot of details about once you do have a marketing person, how do you train them? How do you work with them? So chapter five in the book goes all over, all over it. And remember, that, that used to be me. I started as a college intern in a dental practice. Then I became their marketing director as soon as I graduated college. So what I'm sharing with you has happened to me, has worked with me, has worked with multiple, many, many of my clients because I have used the same strategy. So I, that entire strategy of what happens once you hire them is also in the book. So chapter five is all for you, Dr. Lee. Enjoy. Hi, Avi. How are you? Hope you're doing well. Hi, Jessica. Hello. How are you guys? Hope you're doing well. Uh, come on and put in your questions so I can answer them for you. All right. Our next question is, uh, should we pay for Yelp? Uh, you're going to get me in trouble here, aren't you? I think you're going to get me in trouble here, but it's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you all about it anyways. I don't think you need to pay for Yelp. All right. I mean, here's the thing. If you were a, if you were, if you were a restaurant, I would say go for it. Go pay for Yelp. Go pay for Yelp. If you're a restaurant, go pay for Yelp. You're not a restaurant, right? Most of the people who are in this group are either in the healthcare industry or independent business owners. You are not a restaurant. You are not a commercial business. If you were a commercial business, I will say yes, go to Yelp because that's where people go to get reviews. Like I go to restaurants based on their Yelp reviews. That's what I do. I go on to Yelp and I look at their reviews and I get it. So the first thing is, no, you don't need to pay for Yelp because Yelp is not a prominent review site for you. However, however, I do have to clarify this. When somebody does Google you, Yelp does show up in the top referral sources, like at the top uh, top sources on the listings, right? So it's going to be your website. It's probably going to be reviews if a third party. It's probably going to be something else you know, health grades, but Yelp shows up on number one, on like on your page, it will show up on page one um, as a place for your business. So do you need a Yelp profile? You absolutely need a Yelp profile. Yelp profile is something um, that you need for your business, regardless if you're a health practice or not, you need a Yelp profile. That's very, very important. So create a Yelp profile, even have a few Yelp reviews. And the way you wanna go about getting Yelp reviews is, you want to find people in your business or your dental practice who are Yelpers. So Yelpers are people who have written multiple Yelp reviews and they have friends on Yelp. Yelp has a different logarithm than Google and Facebook where anybody writes a review and it shows up. Yelp is all about, well, are you actually a Yelper? And that's why you have some reviews which are hidden and some which are not. So you do want to have some good Yelp reviews. You do want to have a decent Yelp profile, which is a free profile for you to do. In fact, you can even do check-in discounts on Yelp. So you can definitely leverage Yelp. I won't recommend paying for Yelp. And I do see this quite a bit, so I'm going to, going to talk about this. I have a lot of practices who will go ahead and they'll be like, I have all these negative reviews on Yelp, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll pay Yelp and uh, I will get on. I'll get on, right? Like I'll get more awareness out of it. You have negative reviews on Yelp. 
why would you pay Yelp to boost that for you? That's not the answer to fix your negative reviews, to pay Yelp. That's not going to help you. And I've had clients who have done that where they got so freaked out because they had a couple of negative reviews and they signed up with Yelp. The whole point of Yelp paid Yelp is that they advertise your business, but they're advertising your business that has negative reviews. That is not helping you. That is not the solution when you have negative reviews on Yelp. The only real solution to getting over negative reviews is having more positive reviews. So no, you don't need a paid your profile because you are not a commercial business. People usually go to Google, Health Grades, and Facebook for your reviews. But you absolutely do need a free Yelp profile, which is good looking, which has everything in it, photos and all that cool stuff, which has your bio, um, which has your hours, your websites, and also some good, decent reviews. Okay, so that's your Yelp question. Uh, the next question I have here is, um, how do we target a market for crown and bridge cases or aesthetic cases? Well, you first want to start out with who are those cases for? So who are the people who actually need crown and bridge cases or aesthetic cases, right? So you want to figure out what age group they're in and where they're hanging out in your town. So for example, if you're looking to get uh, seniors in your, in your practice who need those things, then go to a senior center, get a table and talk to them about it. If you're looking for uh, patients who are in their 50s, right, who are, who are doing the, who need the crown and bridge cases, number one, how are they going to come to you for crown and bridge places instead of going to their own dentist? So what are they looking for? So if you're going on to Google, I would have your website company do an analysis of the keywords being searched in your town. Are people actually looking online for crown and bridge cases? If they are, then start a SEO campaign with those specifically. Then you can also create content based on those uh, bridges and crowns. So for example, you can go on your social media, you can go into your newsletter system, you can send out an email to all your patients saying that, hey, you are doing the crown and bridge cases, and if they have more friends and family who need those, bring them in, create an internal referral plan, I'll create a content about photos of people before and after aesthetic cases so people get to see that online. Then create a Facebook ad and send it out to the target market. Again, what age group needs those crowns in aesthetic care? So the way you want to start it is who is it that you're trying to attract for the crown and bridge cases and aesthetic cases? Once you build that, that's when you start going after it and say, okay, where do I need to go? Because once you know who you're trying to attract, marketing becomes easy. You need to know, you will figure out, do I have to go to Google or do I need to go on Instagram? You will know that. Um, so who does that need? And then create content around that service, a lot of content. And don't forget to leverage your current patients because those are your number one source of new patients. So you always want to leverage them, send out a newsletter to tell them about it. If your state allows you to have an internal referral plan with incentives, do it. Do it. Do it. People like to be appreciated, and they love you even more when you send them gift cards. All right? So I hope I answered your question there, Gail. Uh, my next question is from Kate, and Kate is asking, I want to market my membership plan to small businesses. I want to go talk to them. Should I bring a gift basket? If so, what should be in it? Yes, like I said, people love gifts. People love free stuff. Uh, you know, if you want to try and market your uh, membership plan, you can totally do that. I would also suggest that you add social media to this. So the way you want to do it is um, 
if you give out gift cards in your business, right, in your practice to anybody, go as an excuse to all those businesses. So let's say you go to a, let's say you go to a um, a restaurant in your area. If you go to a restaurant and you come in and say, "Hey, I am a local dental practice right down the road from you guys, and I give out you know gift cards to my patients. I would love to give gift cards from you." buy it from them and tell them hey, if there's, is there anything you do. So now you're opening a door to conversation because you're showing them appreciation by buying gift cards and having people come to their business, right? So if they decide to come to that and you can talk about it, and that's when you mention it and say, you know, by the way, I have this fantastic in-house uh, membership plan that I would love um, for, you know, to show you if this works for your business. Now what you have done is instead of you making it about you saying, I have a best, I have a membership plan, for you, instead of that, you're going to them and saying, hey, I give gift cards to my patients and I would love to buy gift cards from your business. You made it about them. That's how you opened up the conversation. Then follow up with, I have a membership plan and does this work for your business? So I would definitely find out what is it in for them, right? It's not about you, it's about them. How are, that, how are they going to benefit from you? How is that business going to benefit from you? Always think about them. What is going to make them happy? If you were in their position and a business came to you to sell something or to show something, what would you expect from them? Give it to them. Then talk about yourself. That's what I would do. And as far as what do you put in a gift gas bag? I mean, whatever you want. You know, if you're a local town, I would definitely put in a lot of local stuff. I am all about supporting local businesses. My parents have local businesses. I'm a local, well, not local, but small business. You guys are small businesses. Support them. You know, um, Amazon is great, and I love Amazon, and you can get a bunch of stuff on Amazon, but support the local businesses. Support the small businesses, because that's all we are. So make a gorgeous basket, handpick some candles, you know, go to the local store, go to a smoothie place, uh, put in a gift card from there, go into um, a local place that has, you know, who makes like soaps or whatever it is, like make a basket, then clearly you're going to put in your own stuff in there too, right? So you're going to go ahead and put in something that's related to dentistry as well. So yeah, go crazy with the basket, but the bottom line is what is it for the business that you're trying to connect with? Make it about them and then make it about you. So I hope that answers your question. Um, and then I have the next question, and I'm, I'm being asked here, uh, how does BeLive work? So BeLive, for people who don't know, is a, is a platform called BeLive TV, and it's a fantastic platform, I love it. It's a platform where you can bring guests live. So I know that you guys are watching my Marketing and Mocktails with Manal show, which is going to start this week um, for 2020. Now, if you're doing Marketing and Mocktails with Manal show, here's what you want to do. Uh, BeLive.tv is something that directly syncs with your Facebook. So if you are a Facebook admin for a group or a page or your personal profile, you can send the link to a guest and they will come online to your Facebook Live and come chat with you. It's very easy. It's simple to work. So if you go to BeLive.tv, it actually explains you and has videos on how it works. But it's very, very simple. Um, I would absolutely use it. I would even use it for your own practice where you're trying to do interviews with doctors and things like that because not everybody's comfortable with videos and it helps when there is somebody else interviewing them. So utilize it, use it. Um, because right now, for example, I am on here, right? And I am on my desktop going live for you guys and I am asking people to come online, but I can't invite them to become a part of my show. When I, do, when I go live on Facebook with my mobile app, I can. 
but otherwise I cannot. So that's you know that's just how it kind of works, and uh, that's what that's what happens. All right, so we have more questions here. I'm going through your questions. Uh, if you have more questions, put them in the comment. So I go there one by one. Um, Meghna, you came in here too. Didi, I already answered your question, and I said delegate absolutely. Um, Pooja says, how can we use social media as a marketing tool? Tool. Oh, Pooja, this is a this is a heavy question. This is a three hour three hour content lecture. You can absolutely use social media as your marketing tool. Social media is a reality for today. It is not something that you can ignore. It is not something that will go away. Pooja, again, I don't know if you bought my book, but if you didn't uh, buy the book, and there are multiple chapters on social media inside that book that go into specific details. For today, what I'll tell you is that Facebook is a super platform, all right? It's, it has over a billion daily active users. You can use social media because you can get in front of a lot of people, but a best part of social media is that you can engage with people. My success has always been engaging with people. So me doing this right now, Q&A, you can do the same exact thing for your business or practice. You can come online and answer questions and answers. And guess what's going to happen now, Pooja? Because I am answering your question when I do more lives, you're going to come back to me, and now you see me as an authority for that content because I'm live engaging with you. In that same way, you provide the same service to your patients or customers, and now you become the authority. So social media is a tool, is a platform that allows you to engage with your current followers and get new people inside your business. So the number one thing that you wanna do with social media is engage, engage, engage. If you don't know anything else, open up a page, get people to like the page, and then comment. If somebody comments, comment back. If somebody says hello, say hello back. Engage, engage, engage. That is the secret to social media. If you don't engage, it's not gonna happen. So engage, 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 and don't put up you know, stock content. Nobody wants to see stock content. It's, it's too much, it goes in the white noise area. If I was here and I just put up a tip for you photo, I guarantee that I wouldn't be having all of you commenting, asking me questions, liking, you know, uh, viewing the show right now because I just put up one photo. Me showing up, is so important because I am connecting with you. I am engaging with you. And that's exactly what you're going to do in your business. And trust me when I say that it works because it works. This is why social media is so powerful and it's one of the best marketing tools out there for you. Engage with it. And there's so much you can do with it, but like I said, that's a three hour lecture. So feel free to go ahead and um, you know, if you haven't just go into the book. I, it's so funny that I have a book now, right, that I can reference back and be like, hey, go to this chapter inside the book. But yes, you can totally do that. And feel free to ask specific questions to me, like, you know, how do I get people to like my page? How do I do a live video? How do I, you know, how do I do a promotion on Facebook? Whatever. Go ahead and ask me those specific questions. The overall question is very loaded. So I hope I answered some of that for you there. Uh, Dr. Lee says, how do you recommend uh, to pay and how to give them incentives. I just got your book, I can't wait to read it. Dr. Lee, do you mean how do you recommend to pay for your internal marketing person? I think that's what you mean, right? So if you mean how do you recommend to pay, you give them per hour pay. 
that's fine. So you can give them per hour pay. And uh, the way I would do it is I would create a goal. So if you are hiring a marketing director, you will, they will have a salary, like whatever, you know, you decide to pay them depending on their experience. You can charge them anywhere between, um, you know, 17 to 25, $30, depending on again, how much experience they have and how much they're going to do for you. And then you incentivize them. So the way I would tell you to incentivize them is Let's create a goal. So let's say you have 30 new patients coming into your business and you want to reach 40 new patients. So you tell them that they will get quarterly bonuses if they reach that goal. So you can tell them that I'll pay you $5 a new patient above our baseline. So let's say your baseline is 30 and your goal is 40. So they will get $5 from 31 to 40, right? So they'll get $50 like that. Um, and that helps them because they are always going to keep trying to increase your goal for you and they are getting incentivized for them because when they walked in, there were 30 new patients. And now because of them, you're getting 40 new patients. So create a win-win situation. When you create a win-win situation, everybody's happy. Your in-house marketing director is happy and you are happy. So always create a win-win situation. I hope that helps out. Hi, Sidra. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Mira. Hi, Dr. Nima. Hi, Naomi. Um, oh, Pooja, you're very, very welcome. Anuradha, how to do a live video? Oh, just like how I'm doing this right now. Just go into your Facebook page or your personal page or your group and say go live. Now, I have done a lot of videos inside this group that talk about how to do a live video. But you want to make sure that you practice a little bit because it is super scary, right? When you go live, like I'm live right now, and if I were to... Um, spill my tea on me, then you, everybody's going to see it And I, because I'm live. This is how the world works. But let's say if I were to spill my tea on me, right? You know what? I'll just joke and say, oh, no, I just spilled my tea on me. Now my white has some color on it. I don't know. You know, you, you make a funny joke about it. So always practice. And the way you're going to practice is when you go into your personal page, you have an option. Uh, you know how you show it to your friends? You have an option to select only me. Go ahead and select only me. And when you do that, it's only you who's going to see it. So go ahead and practice your live. Um, the other options are you can create a Facebook group and make it private because uh, in order for you to have a Facebook group, you only need two people. So you know, put, add your significant other, a friend, a family member, your team member, whoever you trust, and then practice going live on there. So going live is very easy. You want to go live for at least 10 minutes so you have enough people coming on live to ask you questions and you can interact. So it's not like you came on for two minutes and you, then you jumped off. By the time people came to you, you were off. The whole point of doing live is this, to engage how I'm engaging with you. Um, I'm answering your questions live. So the whole point of doing live is to do that. And live is the most powerful content on Facebook right now. So I highly, you know, I highly recommend you do it. The first time you do live, it's going to suck. It's going to be horrible. Everything that goes wrong is going to go wrong but you keep doing it. It's just like the first time you fill the cavity. I'm sure it wasn't the best, but the more you do it, the better you get. So keep practicing. Again, I believe chapter eight or nine in the book is going over live specifically and how do you do a live? How do you take one piece of live video and you make it into 10 pieces of content? So again, it's if you didn't get my book, just order it on Amazon. It's in the book as well, chapter eight or nine. I'm loving this. I love that I can reference to something now and tell you guys where to go, but yeah, it's totally there. So I hope I answered some of your questions there. Um, Anuradha, thank you for asking me that. Oh, hi, Mino. Oh, my namesake's here. Hey, Mino. 
So I introduce myself as Manal because I'm M I N A L, but my real pronunciation is Minal, but I don't like it. So I always say Manal. I've always introduced myself as Manal, but I see that my namesake is here. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Narain. Hi, Dennis. So any other questions you guys have? Um, let me know about any questions that you have that I can answer for you. I am going to jump off because like I mentioned, I am still recording my book and I have a 5 a.m. flight and I still have to pack and eat dinner and all that wonderful stuff. So I see you guys are still asking me questions, but uh, all right, Deepa, I'm going to ask you your questions. Um, Deepa says, uh, Facebook boosted a post have no traction. I created a local audience in five mile radius and get a couple of likes, but no patient. What am I doing wrong? Here's what you're doing wrong. You are taking a Facebook boost that has no engagement and giving it out to a whole new cold audience in your five mile radius. When you go on Facebook and you see an ad, the ads that you engage with have some sort of engagement already, right? You see likes and comments and all these things. If you don't see that, aren't you going to ignore them? That's how Facebook works. It's popularity on Facebook that works. So what I recommend for you to do is something different. What I recommend for you to do is when you have a post on your page, boost it to your fans first. You have that option. It says people who like your page. Boost it to people who like your page for about four days. Do $5 a day budget for four days. Get engagement on it. Get likes and loves and comments. Do that whole thing. Then go into your ads manager and send it out to a cold traffic. Because right now what you're doing is you're taking a regular post and you're sending out to a cold traffic that has no engagement. You want engagement first so that new people who are seeing it are attracted to that post. You see what I mean? So boost it to your fans first and then go ahead and boost it to a targeted audience in the ads manager area or create a specific ad around it. That's number one. Number two, you need to focus on your content. Is your content relevant? Or is it another ad or another photo or something that just adds to the white noise? Is your content fun? It is, something, is it something that people are going to engage with? If that ad came across your feed, will you engage with it? So create your customer avatar, all right? Once you create your customer avatar, you will know what they engage with. So for example, if you're trying to attract me, I mean, it's a known fact that I love shoes. Put a, put a shoe on your, on your content, right? Like talk about it or make, a, uh, you know, make what we call a transferable concept. Talk about shoe that relates to something that you're talking about, whether it's dentistry or content or whatever. And what's going to happen is because it's something I like, I'm going to connect with that and I'm going to talk to you about it. Now, if you were to go on there and uh, you know, if you were to talk about hiking, you're not going to get my attention because I don't hike. So I'm not going to connect with you on that. So the first thing you need to do is create an avatar. Who are you trying to connect with? Who in that five mile radius are you trying to attract? What are their likes and their dislikes? And that's going to help you create content that's going to get engagement. Then when you make a post, boost it to your fans first. So you do get that love, right? So people who know you, are going to usually give you a high five. They're usually going to give you, um, you know, they're usually going to give you some love, some hearts, whatever it is, right? So go ahead and get those first and then send it out to a cold audience. That's how you're going to get your boosted ad to work for you. All right. I hope I answered that question for you, Deepa. 
Um, I have Pooja, you're doing, oh, thank you so much. Dr. Lee, thank you. Uh, DD Ray, brilliant. Oh, you're brilliant too, my friend. Anuradha, so when we boost, won't go out to our friends or likes plus the file my radius. Um, so when we boost, won't go, won't to go to our friends or likes. When you boost an ad to the fans who like your page, it goes to all your fans. It gives you an option of the country and the age group. So it goes to the fans that are that are on your business page. So the, depending on how much money you give them is how many of those fans you're going to reach. So you don't have to worry about the five mile radius. You really, the whole point of boosting it to your own fans is to get engagement because it's like going to a restaurant. You wanna to go to the restaurant that has a line. You wanna to go to a restaurant that has reviews and you know do you want to go to a restaurant that is known for good food if there's a restaurant that is not known for any of that why would you interact with it why would you go there right so you want to get all that love and likes and comments before you send it out to a cold audience Mita says thanks that really helps you're very very welcome Deepa Rao that helped perfect well thank you guys so much uh, thank you for all your questions I'm going to make this a um, you know my live Q&A into something consistent um, how I'm going to do that, I have to yet figure it out, but I know that as of now, I'll probably come on live to do a Q&A at least once to twice a month, um, depending on my travel schedule, because I do travel a lot. So sometimes it's harder for me to come online, but I will let you know it. In the meantime, always, always ask questions in the group, because even if I can come online to do a live and if I'm traveling, I will make sure that I engage with you. I mean, I talk about always being engaged, so, I have to practice what I preach, right? So go ahead and do that. Thank you so much for joining me live this uh, this late. And um, oh, you guys are so sweet. Uh, hi guys, thank you so much for all the love you sent me. I'll reply to your comments when I get a chance. Wish me all the luck. I'm still trying to record my audiobook. The Kindle and paperback are available on Amazon. And next week I will actually receive my book with the bestseller on it which is insane. I'm going to have the bestseller sticker on my book, which is still a, I'm still trying to process that whole thing. But I know a few of you reached out to me and you wanted signed copies from me. So as soon as I restock my books, because I am out of them, um, you know, I will have a way for you to get those where I can send you signed copies as well. So wait for that announcement next week. Right now, I am just focusing on loving my voice and re finish recording my audiobook, which will be available too. But Hey, thanks for all the love. You know, really, thanks for all the support and the love and uh, letting me share all these things with you. Because when you when you are an entrepreneur and when you are out there in the world and you're sharing things, the one thing that really helps is just making sure that people actually enjoy working with you and people have questions for you. Like, this is what drives me. This is what I love doing is answering questions and really helping you strategize and sharing because that's why I speak so much because that's that's what gets me going you know that's my that's my fuel I love doing that so thank you so much for being a part of my journey and thank you for making it all relevant for me I really really do appreciate all of you so if you have questions ask away and I will make sure I reply to them and I'll do more and more lives as my schedule allows me but uh, thanks for joining me tonight Love you guys. Bye.